0: Good morning and welcome to the NCSA Mental Health Devotion. My name is Nandi Fleming and I'll be your host for this morning's worship. Before we start, let us pray. Lord Jesus, I realize that in this life many of us carry a burden that is very heavy, a burden that affects our health, that affects our relationships. It affects the fact that we cannot sleep. It damages us, Lord. And the burden that we're carrying is the fact that we have been hurt so many times in the past. And we carry this hurt with us, Lord. We struggle to let go of it, and it causes bitterness in our hearts. And this morning, I'd like to pray, Lord, that we will truly understand the damaging effects of bitterness and that we will bring that bitterness to you, that we will bring the hurt that we've experienced to you so that you can heal us, so that you can give us joy and that you can give us hope and that we can really truly live a life. Lord, that you have blessed and that you have formed. Lord, um, please help us when Satan tempts us, when he tries to bring jealousies into our hearts, so that we can overcome and that we can live life as successfully as we can while we're here upon this earth. Is my prayer in your name. Amen. I'd like to read for you for our verse from the book of Psalms, chapter 38, verse 15. It says, What can I say? The Lord has done this. My heart is bitter and I cannot sleep. The title for my talk this morning is I am so bitter I cannot sleep. We've been speaking a little bit about bitterness and we've come to the conclusion that basically the reason we end up being bitter is because we we dwell on the memories of past hurts. There's a saying by Kilroy J. Oster that says we experience bitterness because the world did not prove to be what we hoped or expected it to be. And you can be angry at life for not giving you all you want, or you can just simply choose to feel blessed for all that you have received, says Karen um, Salamson. But you see, the greatest enemy to our present joy and hopes is the cultivation of retrospective bitterness. In other words, looking back at the things that hurt us in the past and growing bitterness, that poisonous bitterness in our hearts. It's really just what it is doing is it's not doing us any good except robbing us from our current joys. And looking back on how life went wrong, you know, really does destroy your future happiness and successes. The Bible says that the worker who puts his hand to the shouldn 't look back um, this comes from luke nine verse sixty two um, this doesn 't mean that you shouldn 't deal with past hurts if you haven 't dealt with it before. take them to the lord but don 't dwell on them don 't dwell on the negative of it. deal with it give it to the Lord and move on um, but we 'll talk a little bit later about exactly how to do this but um, let me tell you what happens when a person you sort of like looks back a few years back, um, I was working as a chaplain at Sedeven Primary School in Heidelberg. And for those of you who know it, and the road that leads off campus, it's kind of like a tarred but a very long farm road that goes to the main road that leads to town. It's a very open, long road. And I usually, you know, um, kept my eyes open for those workers, you know, who would be hiking into town so that I could give them a lift. And on a very particular day, I had my files and my books and the things that I'd been working with during the day on the front seat, the passenger front seat. And while I was driving on this long gravel road on my way I usually knew that they would stand at the end of the road, you know, hitchhiking. Um, I thought to myself, let me just grab these things and just put them on the back seat. And for a split second, I took them. I, I, I literally, for a split second, looked to the back seat as I threw them on the back seat um, to make space for this possible hiker that could be standing at the end of the road. And they say that your feet and your hands go where your eyes go. And when I turned around, uh, my car was on the other side of the road and on the gravel. And I hit the little sign on the side of the road that says children crossing. Now, luckily, there weren't any children around or anybody else um, because I felt very embarrassed at that moment. Um, I think one other couple saw me and came to help me. But this is really what happens in life when we look back. Looking and dwelling on what's behind will in the same way affect your present and your future life in a negative way. It's going to damage your future if you keep looking into the rearview mirror, if you keep looking back, because your feet are going to go where you are looking. Your thoughts are going to lead to where you are looking. And many hope that bitterness will somehow make another the other person, person that hurt them know that how terrible what they did was wrong but the truth is is that your mood is the only thing that you sit with that person you know might be long gone or maybe they're not maybe they're in your family but your mood your bitter mood that you find yourself in as you keep looking back into the rearview mirror um, it doesn't solve anything as we said before it actually just has damaging effects on you as the person who is in this mood and hold on holds on to the bitterness. Um, So I want to talk to you today about the damaging effects of bitterness and how it affects you as a person. Uh, We can see that there really is emotional effects when we go through this mood of bitterness. Psalms chapter 37 verse 21 says and 22. When my thoughts were bitter and my feelings were hurt, I was a stupid animal I did not understand. Over here, David is speaking about his feelings being hurt. Bitterness hurt his feelings. Bitterness affected his thoughts as well as his feelings. We also see in the story that we've been looking at for the past few days, the story of Jacob and Esau, um, in Genesis 27 verse 38, that we can see the emotional effects on Esau because of this bitterness and this betrayal that he has experienced. It says He says to his father, bless me too, but the father couldn't. And then it says he began to cry. So he goes into this sadness. And it also says in verse 41 of chapter 27 that Esau, because of this, hated his brother. So we see sadness and hate as an emotional response to bitterness that welms up in the heart of Esau and you might feel certain emotional effects when you go through bitterness you see, bitterness is just the top part of what you are experiencing, there's many other emotions that come out of bitterness agitation, feeling resentful, um, feeling depressed um, feeling betrayed um, and then starting to become closed off emotionally, many people lock their heart to the experience of trusting relationships after they've experienced betrayal and then sit with bitterness in their heart. Bitterness can stop us from having other meaningful relationships because of the experience of maybe one person or a few people who have hurt us in the past. So emotionally we can become closed off. And it also affects our thoughts. Job chapter 3 verse 20 says, why let people go on living in bitterness? Why give light to those in Grief, And and what's happening here in Job's heart is Job's thoughts are moving towards hopelessness. His thoughts are moving towards, you know, I wish I would rather die. And we actually see him in some verses expressing this, that his bitterness has moved him to the point of what is life really worth? Um, And then we also see the effects of Esau on his thinking. Genesis 27 verse 41 says, The time to mourn my father's death is near, and then I will kill Jacob. His thoughts become very revengeful and very spiteful in the sense of that I'm going to get you back for what you did. And this is exactly what happens to our thoughts. We end up feeling very distrustful of people um, because it seems to keep us safe from future hurt and disappointment. But the problem is it only hurts the resenter. You see, there's the saying that says we need to heal from the wounds of the past because otherwise we will bleed on the ones who did not stab us in the first place. Um, You might experience When you go through bitterness, not that you're not able to focus on anything else that you're just thinking about this person or the grievance that you went through. And this is really sad because there are so many people out there whose minds do not belong to themselves, whose thoughts have been hijacked by the hurts that have been caused by people who have made people People who have hurt them, the kings and queens of their thoughts, who cannot sleep because these people are occupying their thoughts or these events are occupying those their thoughts, whose lives are a small percentage of their own self and a greater percentage is filled with um, others and the things that others have done. And when the offenses of people occupy your mind, your mind becomes saturated with the offenses of people instead of filled with your own thoughts and your own plans and ambitions and hopes and joys. So we really need to learn how to work, to have our own minds, um, to be your own self, to set your mind free so that it will not be seat the seat of, of thinking about these other people. Biologically, Interestingly, bitterness also affects a person. In other words, in your physical body. Um, Psalm 38 verse 5 says, What can I say? The Lord has done this. My heart is bitter and I cannot sleep. Over here, David is speaking about the effects of feeling bitter. He's saying that it's it's, it's affecting his sleep patterns. Biologically, his body is struggling to sleep. But they tell us that if we struggle with what's called chronic resentment, in other words, it's something that we can't seem to get over, um, or it keeps coming up over and over. It might be for very reasons; it might not be the same theme. They say that in our bio, in our physical body, it can actually cause the constriction of your nerve endings in your muscle, which can cause um, lower grade muscle and lower back pain. Um, Long-lasting resentment that uh, doesn't get resolved can also cause the destruction of what they call T-cells, which lowers your immune system. It can cause hypertension. It increases then the chances of stroke and heart attack, even cancers, addictions, depressions, and shortening your lifespan. So there's so many things where it can affect your health when you hold on to bitterness that we really should make an effort to learn how to work through bitterness so that we can live without those things holding us back. And then spiritually, we are also affected spiritually when we struggle with bitterness. Bitterness leads to unforgiveness and unforgiveness blocks the flow of God's blessings in our lives and it hinders our prayers. You know, if you are harboring bitterness and unforgiveness towards somebody, then how can you go to God and ask him for forgiveness? The problem is, is, and then another thing spiritually which can happen if we struggle with bitterness is questioning and blaming God to say, you know what, you're in control. Why did you allow these wicked people to prosper. Why do you allow these injustices? And we see many examples of biblical characters asking the Lord why do the ways of the wicked prosper so says Jeremiah. We are affected not only spiritually, biologically cognitively and emotionally but also socially. Um, 1 Kings 11 verse 22 speaks about a war that took place. It says um, as king of Edom, Hadat was an evil, bitter enemy of Israel. And when we look at this verse, it, it kind of reveals the fact that when there is bitterness, the person towards who the bitterness is usually tends and ends up to be your enemy. And this is really not good not nice because sometimes we are harboring bitterness towards friends and families and loved ones people who are supposed to be close to us and we see this in the life of Esau Genesis 32 verse 7 says that Jacob because of the bitterness of Esau I believe was frightened and worried he was frightened for his life here are two brothers who should be close who should who should be living together with each other in peace but yet um, it has destroyed their relationship yes Jacob's things that he did that was wrong but the bitterness of Esau and the revengefulness that came with the bitterness made Jacob so afraid that he ran away from home and they never saw each other as adult men. And, and we see that socially we can also end up you know acting in a very negative way because of bitterness in our hearts. Faking happiness with a person to cover our true feelings toward them. Or using sarcastic language or demeaning language you know, putting people down. Um, or cutting off communication completely. Or, or, or being rude when we do communicate. Which will lead to more miscommunication and more bitterness. So we really need to realize that bitterness affects us socially. And as we said before, not just towards the Person that's caused the hurt, but because of the the lack of trust and and the bitterness and the, the the feeling of betrayal that is harbored in the heart that is dwelt upon, we struggle to trust other people. Which means future relationships can also be damaged. And then behavior is also affected. Um, Romans chapter 3 verse 14 says, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. We see here two things going together, bitterness and cursing. When a person is bitter, we tend to, to behave in a specific way. We speak rudely. Esau, Genesis 28 verse 7 to 9 happened. It says that because of his jealousy, um, and, and because of this bitterness that he felt towards his brother where his brother got everything where his mother favored him and now his father favored him he became jealous in his bitterness and we see that um, his mother sends him away to go marry a, a Israelite, a family member and, and we see that Esau had only at that stage had foreign Canaanite wives and the mom says you know I'm not happy with these Canaanite wives and he sees Jacob going off and marrying a relative and because of this jealousy and bitterness that he has in his heart we see that now he goes and he also gets him another wife. Um, the daughter of Ishmael who is a family member simply because Jacob went and married somebody who was a relative and an Israelite. In other words it, it, it pushes us to do things which we normally would not have done in our behavior. Genesis 27 verse 36 says Esau said this is the second time that you have cheated me. No wonder his name is Jacob and Jacob meaning usurper somebody that is, is, is conniving and sneaky. In other words what is Je- Esau doing? Esau is now starting to sort of like badmouth his brother Jacob because he feels bitter towards the that Jacob has caused towards him um, and we really need to realize that inside of us you know we can develop a sense of malice and revenge a, a hostility a cynical sarcastic attitude and, and even rude behavior towards those who have hurt us and even others if we have this atmosphere of bitterness around us there's a saying that says the bitterest fruit Tastes sweet when you share it with somebody you love. Now, this sounds like a good saying, but actually, what it is saying is, is that sometimes we go to people, and in our bitterness, we go and speak to those who we still trust about those who have betrayed us, and we start to gossip and we start to to, to sort of like um, break them down and, and speak rudely about them. And this isn't really good to behave in this way. What we should do, as we have spoken about before, is that when the person has hurt us, we should go to them in private and speak to them, um, if possible, of course. And then try and sort out the situation between the two of you, but also to take it to the Lord before you go to them so that the Lord can help you to react and to behave and to to respond in a more healthful way so the effects of bitterness seem to be overwhelmingly negative and really doing more harm to the person who has been hurt already and I start to realize the condition of our hearts really do affect our eyes and how we see the world if our hearts are full of bitterness and anger and resentment we're going to look at the world as a very ugly place and the more we hold on to bitterness you know we feed the bitterness and this bitterness that we carry becomes a heavy a load to carry Um, and it really is a heavy burden to carry bitterness and it gets heavier with time. We see in Job 23 verse 2 it says, Today also my complaint is bitter and my hand is heavy on account of my groaning. Job is saying here that he's feeling the heaviness of this bitterness that he is carrying, yet he is carrying it and we really need to learn to deal with the hurts of the past to bring them to God and where we can to sort through them because it affects Um, what we're doing right now it affects us our lives right now and it affects our future and we really need to deal with these so that the effects will not sabotage us for our future lives my prayer for you this morning is is that as we realize that some of the negative effects of bitterness has come into our lives that we will lay it at the lord's feet and ask him to to deal with it in a healthful holy way may god bless you The Pastoral Counseling Department of the NCSA invites you to join our daily mental health devotions. You can subscribe by WhatsApping the word YES to PLUS27836584296. Broadcasts will be sent out directly to your phone each morning at 8am. Topics are centered on biblical and psychological guidance to achieve good mental health and a balanced lifestyle despite the trials and crises of life. If you are interested in receiving these daily WhatsApp audio devotions straight to your phone, then WhatsApp the word YES to PLUS27836584296. And now, may your darkness turn to light as the Son of Righteousness rises with healing in His wings.